Hello, everybody. Hello. I'm Hi. Nick. I'm Kelly. I'm Jerry. And we're here to talk about comics. It's the Big Planet Comics podcast. If Woo. you didn't know who we're talking about comics, then you're at the wrong place. We could be talking about big planets. <laughs> we need big Jupiter planets. this week. Yeah. Or, or just like stand-up stand comics. Oh, they just, uh, um, that'd be amazing. Like Louie Anderson. <laughs> Louie Anderson? Uh, did you ever watch John Life Candy? with Louie? No, I did not. The show was great. It was Man, uh, about Louie Anderson as a little kid. Oh, really? Like, yeah, my life was. Uh, his voice is real weird. I don't know who this is. You know who Louis Anderson is? No. What was he in? Was he in some movies? Know. He's in stuff. <laughs> he hasn't been anything forever. He's still alive. I don't know. He might not be. He hosted uh, Family Feud for a little while. There you go. All right. Enough about Louis Anderson. What else have you guys been up to? We have. <laughs> Man. <laughs> How's that for a pivot? Yeah, I introduced ourselves a very approachable uh, podcast here. <laughs> Enough. Um, yeah, oh, what have you guys been up to? Oh, free comic book day happened and yeah. wiped my brain. Yeah, all we right, all let's, had let's free comic book that. day. We kind of killed us. It killed us pretty hardcore. So Yeah, so that's the once a year, the publisher sent us a bunch of stuff to give away for free. And it's now become the biggest day of the year for most comic book stores. And it's insane. Just yeah. a bazillion a people show up. Flood of people. Yeah, if you've ever worked in like a deli and you know what like a lunch rush is, it's like that for seven straight hours. <laughs> yeah, Except not, everybody doesn't want you to make you a sandwich. They want you to recommend comics to them. <laughs> yeah. But you're also giving away like free cookies or something. So. Yeah, yeah, no, it's So good. it's even crazier. It's a good time, but it takes me like three days to like relearn how to be a functioning human being <laughs> yeah. afterwards. I'm still pretty so, out of it. So yeah, right. me too. But uh, we saw some good costumes this year. Uh, oh yeah, yeah many of the good. cosplay people were disappointed that more people didn't cosplay uh but the ones who did were good a yeah. co-worker miranda came in psylocke yep it's pretty, pretty awesome we yep. had a what do we have we had a gene gray we, we had, had captain america a we had a phoenix yeah yeah i think we had i think they came to both stores oh they might we have. had both of them yeah <coughs> had, yeah i think yeah, they were from they did the circle we had america chavez yeah customers pretty great yeah thank you for sending me a picture of that nick squirrel girl i was like you would get this yes squirrel girl and and Catwoman together she had a little squirrel on her shoulder yeah it was great both awesome uh my favorite though was little irene this this little girl wearing her own pink costume that just had the letter i for her name irene i don't know if she probably wears it all the time i hope she does yeah she was super cute she is my favorite yeah, it was a fun free comic book day. I actually had a really good time. That's awesome. Uh, um, yeah, seems like there was a good batch of comics this year, too. Uh, it's always kind of weird to see what is given away as yep. free ones, because some are very obviously cash tie-ins for movie products Yeah, there's like a Suicide Squad issue. There's a Captain America thing. There's a Civil War comic. So. But yeah, there's some good stuff like uh, March had yeah. a nice sampler. The uh, Congressman Lewis, Andrew Aiden, and Nate Powell comic had a nice little sampler of the trilogy they're doing. Speaking of March... Yes, oh. we got some news. Are we already, are we already <laughs> seeing? I'm doing, I'm doing it. We're I'm pivoting doing it. again. We're not going to talk about Civil War at all. We'll talk about it later. Okay. This just in. Yes. Civil Rights Saga March. Is becoming an animated series. That's hey, awesome. that came out for free comic book day as a sampler. That's <laughs> pretty great. That's who's, it for news. Bye, everybody. Who's doing I mean, it? Uh, I didn't, didn't actually look that up. <laughs> I just heard the news and I was like, it's great news. Not a very informative news segment. No, no. That's enough. <laughs> it's news, though. That's all the news. It's news we enough. Need. Uh, yeah. yeah, March pretty excited got to selected see for, I think, the New York Public Schools like curriculum. Oh, for really? Kids to read. That's awesome. So, yeah, that it's makes sense. Definitely getting out there. That's it's pretty great. great. It's like, I mean, it's amazing, but yeah. like that it's getting such a wide reach is pretty amazing. And yeah, the third and final volume should be out pretty soon. Yeah, comes out in a few months. 
They usually are in the fall, I think. Yeah. Yep. yeah. But boy, man, the it deals with a lot of dark times in America. So I'll be really curious how they make it into the animated series. Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. Yeah, it'll be all right. No, no, I know. I'm just curious. <laughs> it's it's a lot of stuff I don't know about, and it's right. not good times for America. Yeah, right. I guess it's on the upward curve. Got some good stuff. <laughs> yeah, out we're it. still on the upward curve slowly. Hopefully. Very slowly. Um, but yeah, that's all the news we got. That's it. We don't want to talk about else. Captain America: Civil War. Uh, yeah, that came out. Did you guys see it? I did. You I did? did? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. It was great. It was good. It, it was, was exhausting. Exhausting. And like. I saw it at like 11.30 in the morning and I was completely done for the rest of the day. Like, <laughs> wow. I couldn't do anything. Yeah, I just... Oh, also, it was hard for you because the heroes are fighting each yeah, other. Yeah, and like, actually... Stop fighting. For most of the movie, I was like, oh, this is okay. Like, you know, this is fairly civil. People are still talking to each other and the banter is fun. <laughs> and then it gets to the end and I was like, literally covering my face. <laughs> You're like, no! Like, oh, my God. I mean, it was good, but yeah, like... Why are you punching Iron Man? Captain no, America? I mean... It's not that. I knew why it was happening, and that was part of the problem. Like, like it's, it's all fight. very upsetting. Yeah. A lot of emotional, like, really emotionally fraught stuff. It was good. Like, the big, movie. the huge, big fight with all the heroes was really fun. There's a lot of cool moments in that. And, uh, but yeah, definitely by the end, the very last part of it is definitely intense. Yeah. And, like, yeah. <laughs> you're like, no, this yeah. is like, because the first fight is like, they're all fighting in there. It's kind of not too bad. They're not like, you're too serious about it they're even kind of joking around yeah because they're just you know they recognize that it's sort of an arbitrary thing right but the movie does a really good job of like justifying why these people are trying to kill each right. other disagree yeah don't think they did it well oh, no well. i don't think they did nope. It well. nope it was basically like gotta fight you gotta fight how about a ridiculous stance i have the opposite ridiculous stance let's fight and you're like uh i don't know i thought they both had a pretty good arguments for whatever it. yeah no, no. And then, like the, the arguments, the, the arguments were like beginning arguments, and then me like we're gonna punch each other. You're like, no, it took a while. They didn't fighting for like the I first know. hour and a half. <laughs> no, and here's here's my real problem with this film. Why was this not an Avengers film? Yeah. Oh, it was an uh, Avengers yeah. film. Yeah, it definitely was. I mean, poor Cap. It, I don't know. Captain America was definitely last like, time, but he, he was... had a cute neighbor next door he wanted to talk <laughs> to a little bit. He had one of his uh, bestest oldest friends that he hadn't talked to in a long time. She's very old. They're, they're glossing over a lot of stuff in this film that oh, are no, Captain America storylines. No, it's an Avengers story. It was, it was definitely super Captain America centric. It was all about him and like it's, Bucky. It's mm, more not even really. No, it's yeah, more no. of a direct follow up to Age of Ultron than it is yep. to Winter Soldier. Yeah, in yep. terms of like the meat of the stuff that they deal with. And yeah. also, Black Panther is the best part of the movie. Not true. Oh well. Tied with Spider Man, oh, they were both disagree. great. Disagree. Hard disagree. Spider-Man was pretty Spider-Man He was, was really amazing. good, but he had nothing on nothing on T'Challa. Yeah, he did. No, uh, they it, were both. Was great. he not the best Spider Man you've ever seen? Yeah, but that's not yep. a high bar. <laughs> it is. <laughs> no, it's yeah, not. Good Spider Man. Who are you talking to? I do not like Peter Parker. So <laughs> the fact that, that I am Spider Man. That's a different thing. I love Spider-Man, so but I was pretty excited. Me too. No, I think um, he was the best. Yeah, he was the best on film. But, I mean, but yeah. I don't yeah. know. You just don't like Black- Spider-Man. I don't, um, but I liked him. But I like Black yeah. Panther much, much better. Yeah, I don't know. I think I really liked Vision in this. Yeah, no, I liked his, his sweaters stuff. were great. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of really good little character stuff, and that's kind of what I want to see. Right. And then I would see these dudes punching some villains. Yeah. Right. So also, Ant Man like, had a great moment, and that oh, was. They that was all wonderful. had great moments. Yeah, they did. They really did some good really job. nice touches for all the supporting. They characters. did a really good uh, job uh, balancing all the stories and juggling yes. all the characters. Much more than Age of Ultron, which had a lot. It felt like it was super cramped, even though all over the place. But this was super cramped too. But like, it didn't feel like it. Yeah, they just did a good job. They had time. 
It like yeah. took time. It was a long movie, it and they took time yeah. for you know different right. groups of people. Yeah, but yeah, overall it was really fun. Cool, I liked it. Um, yeah, now let's do some uh, listener questions. All right, our first and only question is today is from Nate. Nate is a box holder at our uh, DC store. Nate says. What are some of your favorite non-superhero comic book movie adaptations? Also, I'm appalled that Jared hasn't seen Purple Rain until now. Uh, he was very upset about Don't that. Know. He's like, how have you not seen it? I was I was a kid when it came out. That's not appropriate for kids. There's <laughs> a lot of abusive scenes. That are but you haven't been a kid for a long a time. Environment. <laughs> takes me a while to build up to these things. It's pretty yeah. intense. Much so what like are your, some of your favorite non-superhero comic films, guys? Akira. Ghost World is a great one for me. Yeah, Ghost World. Ghost World a lot. I um, love the Adele Blankseck. Oh, Still haven't seen it. That movie is great. I'll it's watch it soon. It's great. It's very goofy. It's very totally different from the graphic novel. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. No, I could see it that. It feels yeah. like the mummy. It <laughs> feels like. Wow. That's why I love it. I want them to make a whole string of them. I want them. To, I want it to do it forever. Kingsman was fun. Yeah, Kingsman, Kingsman was, was really fun. Good. Um, oh my god. Uh, sorry, I'm looking some of them up right now because <laughs> I forgot some of them. There's so many. Mystery Men? No, but that's a superhero one. Um, Men in Black? Yep. Men in Black, yeah. Men in Black, I don't know if anyone has Bone. ever actually read the Men in Black comics, Yeah, right. which was two white dudes and apparently terrible, but there you go. Well, they did a good thing with the adaptation. No, the movie was amazing. Yeah, it was like, well done with a very basic concept. <laughs> with a very basic concept. Sin City, I guess. Sin City. Yeah. Sin City. Perhaps the most <laughs> faithful adaptation one, I don't of all know. time. I don't know if anybody saw. Did anyone the see the one? one? I didn't see it. I didn't even I know didn't it really came one. out. Yeah. Um, I guess Tank Girl. That's not really oh, a superhero yeah. thing, right? No way. Um, you guys remember they made a spirit movie that was like. That's the rumor. No, I saw it. Oh, <laughs> Why? Gosh. So bad. Why I was like 12 or something. I don't know. My mom so gave no, money. 12? No, like <laughs> no. very recently. No, it was like 10 years ago. The Frank yeah. Miller one? Yeah, yeah. It was a long ago. It was a long I mean, time it wasn't ago. 10 years ago. It was not. It was, was like very five, recent. five or six years no, ago. No, it was longer You were than not that. 12. I saw uh, it I saw it in South Carolina, and I haven't been to South Carolina in a long time. So I know you were not 12. This came out in 2008, guys. Yep. So eight years. Eight years. That's yeah. been a while. Were it's almost 12? 10 years. No. Were you 12? I was 22. <laughs> it was still a long time ago. <laughs> you are ago. 10 years off on your memory. <laughs> That's a superhero movie, though. Is it? Sort of? Uh, yeah. It's crimey detective. He just wears a mask. Oh, yeah, Wanted. The comic market. was a superhero comic, but the movie oh, was man. not a superhero movie. Oh, my God. That was a comic? Yeah, yes, the comic the was completely really different. good. The comic's pretty fun. The comic's very dark. Yeah, it's uh, about supervillains, yep. which is really weird because the movie like, has nothing to do with it. Yeah, like, if the bad guys in Wanted thing. all were supervillains and their enemies were superheroes, so it's and everyone has superpowers. It's super different. It's very <laughs> it's weird. Very different. Huh. Uh, I don't know what else. You guys got anything else? The Crow. The Crow. The Crow. One of the first sweet. early good ones that could actually adapt a comic because it wasn't too crazy. Yeah. There was um, like a Scott Pilgrim. Graphic. One yeah, of my favorites. Scott, yeah, Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim. American Splendor is definitely one of my favorites. That one's great. Because that oh, one has uh, that weird thing where it's like a movie and a documentary. That's, that's really true. Cool. Uh, the Tintin movie was actually surprisingly crazy. Oh, yeah. I did yeah, like the Tintin movie. I liked movie. the Tintin uh, I, They were supposed to do more of those, but I I, maybe it just didn't do well. It did not make enough money. Really? Yeah. That's um, crazy. There are parts just of that movie it. that are a little uncanny valley that are uncomfortable uh, to look at. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was <laughs> They made it before they should have, I think, in terms of what the technology was. <laughs> Possibly. Judge Dredd or Dread? Dread was great. Dread was not Judge Dredd though. No, no. Dredd no. Was did, great. did you guys sign the petition to get a Dread sequel? No, no. Oh, well, 
I did. <laughs> you got to tell us about of these things. Of course you did. <laughs> How are we supposed to help if you don't tell us? Oh, yeah. The Losers was a movie, too. Oh, the movie yeah. was actually pretty good. That even was though a fun movie. It wasn't quite like the comic. No. No, that was, was still good. That was early, early pre-Captain America, pre-Johnny Storm, wasn't it? Um, or maybe post-Johnny Storm. Oh, man. Chris Evans. The current Johnny Storm? I don't know. Yeah. Definitely um, pre-Captain America. Yep. Time Cop apparently was a comic. Oh, man. There's I so many. That know were that. Like, terrible. That was like a terrible Dark Horse comic. There's stuff like that, like barbed wire. You're just like, oh, oh yeah, yeah that got made wire. into a movie. Uh, uh, White so Out. Many. I forgot about that. That movie was. Oh, yeah. It was okay. I still haven't seen that either. The comic's great. Steve yeah. Lieber again. He's back. He's back in the podcast. He's so back. I forgot they made a White Out. We got to do a, um, a reference to Steve Lieber. Snowpiercer. Every episode. Snowpiercer. Yeah, that was Weird a science is on here. What? <laughs> it's possible. They, that's weird. I mean, they had the old like EC comic, Weird Science and Weird Fantasy. Yeah, I like Road. That's, to, that's Road, a bit of a stretch. That though. is a big stretch. I like Road to Perdition. Oh, I did uh, not know that was a History a comic. of Violence yeah. was really good. Oh yeah, History of Violence was a comic. No. Yeah, I did not. And know it was that. like the comic had a little bit too much like. You know, like hits him with a thing of coffee is like, have a drink on me. Like that was kind of the tone uh, of the comic a little. And so they just took that edge off and kept the main story. And it was, yeah, I think oh, the dude, film was really good. The heavy metal movie is pretty sweet. <laughs> I don't know that one. Multiple adaptations. That movie's great. Uh, the second one's not so good. But heavy metal 2000. Yeah, 2000. That was really rough. Something. No, really rough. Yeah. From Hell. That was good. It was okay. Yeah. It was definitely very different from the comic, but I, yeah. I enjoyed it. For they what made it, was. it a procedural, which is weird. Yeah. I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah, there's plenty of stuff. This year, Diary of a Teenage Girl came out. Or was oh, last yeah. year? I haven't seen that, but I, 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 I yeah, heard it's really yeah, good. Yeah, I heard that was really good. Man, so many yeah, things. So there's so many of them. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Hellboy. Oh, yeah. First one. Kind of super. I guess First one, so good. Yeah. I've had this argument with people. I actually like the second one a lot. I love both of them. I like the first one a lot more. I need to watch the second one again. I saw the first one a bunch of times. It's... I mean, second one's got like more crazy stuff. Yeah. All right, let's go back to this. This is the real argument I've had with probably you guys, but okay. I'll do it again. Hellboy, superhero or not? Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. He's definitely got powers. Yep. But it's more know. of a heart. Th- I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. not totally. But it's definitely got superhero like Johnson. Yeah. He's definitely a superhero. I mean, that's why it's weird. Yeah. But he's like a superhero that exists in Hellboy's world. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. I don't know. I had it's arguments strange. about this where I insisted he was not, and I've had people insist he was. So I don't know. He's somewhere in between. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't call him a superhero. Nope. He's a heroic demon. Yeah. yeah. With powers. Sure. Uh, yeah. Not all heroes are super. That's right. <laughs> Although is that Hellboy like a tagline? Is <laughs> the motto super. of our store? I was say, not all heroes thought, are super. I thought there was a tagline for that movie Super, maybe? Oh, oh no. Probably. Great. I didn't mean to reference that movie. It's so it, good. Mistakes are made. Uh, all right. That's uh. Hopefully, we answered your question. We listed pretty much every single one, so yeah. Hopefully, that helped. There Thanks, are some Nate. good ones. You can see comic book adaptations without ones. seeing superhero. Definitely movies. watch American Splendor if you haven't. That, one's, watch it that one's really high up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's all the questions we had, and now we should do some reviews. I guess. Well, yeah. Let's beg for more questions. Yeah. yeah please. Somebody ask more questions. Send us more questions. Send them to Big Planet Comics podcast. Whatever. I don't know. You well know. put. You know, you'll see it. There's links on our. Just look page. for it. Big Planet Comics. Yeah. At anywhere Facebook, um, online. At Facebook, at, on Twitter. <laughs> yes. All those things. But also podcast at bigplanetcomics.com. Uh, or yeah. in person. Like Nate asked that in person. Yeah. It's very effective. It did. We're he was like, like, that is a question. He asked it to me and then he was like, hey, answer that on the podcast. I was like, that right, works. Cool. Nobody ever asks us questions for the podcast. At Indiana, <laughs> so. Really? You no. should demand it when people walk up demand and be like, it. 
how much are these comics? Like, I will answer that tonight on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, on the podcast. <laughs> Do you have amazing. a copy of Batman Year One? I will tell you tonight. <laughs> Listen to the Big Planet amazing. Comics podcast. Uh, okay, that was it. Let's do some reviews. We love comics, they're swell, except when they're written by Scott Lovedell. I prefer important books like Louis Riel. It's time for reviews. All right, first up, we have Beast of Burden number one. Or no, I guess it's not really number one. It's a one shot. What the Cat Dragged In by Evan Dorkin, Sarah Dyer, and Jill Thompson. Um, so they've done a series of Beast of Burden stories. Um, yeah, mostly one shots. Uh, yeah. Uh, they have a collection of some of the earlier ones out in a amazingly oversized hardcover, which is ridiculously cheap. Uh, but this is a nice little one that you could read by itself. Uh, it has some references to earlier stuff, but I think they explain it very nicely. Uh, basically, this is the idea that there's a bunch of cats and dogs. Various animals. In a little town, and there's magic running around, witches, monsters, yeah. that sort of stuff. And some of the animals, uh, they talk to each other because they all speak animal, whatever language, <laughs> uh, have learned magic either from watching humans or magical themselves or other stuff like that. So basically, it's like Hellboy if everyone was a dog or a cat. <laughs> Possibly sort of. a yeah. raccoon who was an integral part of the story of this one. Yeah. Uh, and so this is referencing some of the earlier stuff that uh, one of the cats was a familiar of some witches and has not been able to get back into the witch's house, which is sealed up with a spell, and so they're trying to figure out how to get back into the house and find out what has happened inside of there. Uh, and there's a lot of horrific stuff that happens. <laughs> yeah. So for all this being super cute animals, Jill Thompson has done a series of Scary Godmother comics, which are adorable and cute. Uh, she's very good at drawing cute animals. Uh, literally, Evan Dorkin in the back talks about what age to show this to his kids and says he's not let his kids see them yet. He recommends 14 and up. Uh, there's some pretty awful stuff that happens. Yeah, definitely a lot of, lot uh, of animals dying and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it can so be very it's very sad, sad and creepy. Yeah. Um, lots of demons, but um, amazing art uh, yeah. and really good like characters and plot lines in this stuff. Yeah, it's very um, well some written. very inventive uh, fantasy horror magic stuff. I always get excited when a new one comes out. Yep, I wish uh, it was more regular, but I'll yeah, take it where but, I can. Uh, they say they're going to do another two shot coming up pretty soon, and that hopefully that'll be enough for the second book to be put together. Awesome, so awesome. if you haven't read any of these, I highly, highly recommend the first uh, hardcover. It's such a good deal, and it's I mean Jill Thompson's art on this is amazing. Yeah, it's this beautiful watercolor. It's, it's real good. Just beautiful. <sighs> they're so good. So, All right, uh, there you go. the burden. What the cat dragged in. Uh, next up, we have Cinema Purgatorio number one by Alan Moore, Kevin O'Neill, Garth Ennis, a bunch of other people. Bunch of dudes. Uh, um, it's an anthology with five stories. Yeah, it's like a horror anthology. Um, it's a really weird one. <laughs> the uh, um, Kevin O'Neill uh, one with uh, uh, Alan Moore is really weird. It's almost like a uh, silent film in comic book form. Uh, it's actually really funny. Um, but it kind of introduces the whole thing, <clears throat> and the whole concept. And then, you know, there's a short Code Prue short story uh, by Garth Ennis, um, which... I liked, I guess. I never actually I haven't actually read Code Proof. Oh, really? But I, I like this a lot. Uh, but my favorite was the uh, there's a story called Modded by Kieran Gillen and Ignacio Calero, which is kind of like a like a messed up Pokemon, <laughs> like adult Pokemon. Uh, it's about these people who capture these various magical creatures and use them to fight, but they like modify them with technology. Um, I don't know. I like I like that idea and I like the world and I'm interested to see more of that. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a bunch of short stories in here. But if you like horror stuff, um, it's really cool. There's some really good art in here, um, including the last one, which has like kaiju and super high detail. Yep, 
called the best. That's a Christos Cage one. Um, so I'm not real sure. And there's a Civil War one in here as well. So those are the five. It's a bunch of stuff. Um, it's a pretty weird mix of stuff. I think it goes together well, but yeah. you're not quite sure why they're all a single book. We yeah, they're like, probably just like... Yeah, but it's clearly like, you know, Code Peru has its own series. Right. It hasn't come out in a while. But. Yeah, that's kind of weird that it's in there. Maybe it's continuing just in this. Yeah, that's what I'm not sure. Um, Possible. But it's kind of cool to see more Alan Moore and Kevin O'Neill being funny Kevin and craziness. Um, so we'll see if there's another one. This definitely says number one. Yeah, so no, there's definitely more coming out. It's pretty They're exciting. all like to be continued. So. Yep. Um, so, yeah, just a pretty cool little horror book, like Nick said. Yeah. All right. That was uh, Cinema Purgatorio, number one. Uh, next up, we have The Punisher, number one, by Becky Cluden, Steve Dillon, and Frank Martin. Yeah, so very eagerly awaited Becky Clinton Punisher. Um, this was great. It was like over the top in a way that was, I don't know, almost funny, but I mean, that's kind of always the serious. case when Steve Dillon is on art. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, and I, I think it, it, I don't know. I get the feeling that maybe, you know, the fact that there was a woman writing Punisher and Becky Clinton was like, yeah, yeah, I'm a woman writing Punisher, and this is how I'm going to write it, and it's like just as violent as you would want it to be. Yep, there's definitely some eye gouging. Yep, there sure is. So yeah, anyways, this is about, um, you've got basically, you've got this like criminal organization that is going to be moving something, and then you also have this group of federal agents who are trying to, you know... Stop them. Stop them. Um, and then the Punisher intervenes, and so that's sort of the basic basis of the story like every other punisher story basically yeah, yeah. it's very similar to like garth ennis's run because it was like very close it's yeah. the same where there's like these two detectives that are investigating it and then you kind of see both sides of it but it's all pretty fun and, interesting. and they, they had a nice little bit with uh kind of throwing back to the punisher's military background and stuff which is again very much like garth ennis's take on it um and then we get another new messed up villain yeah no he's <laughs> yeah. really great um yeah Super i love the the way he's introduced is really really good and yeah. some uh pretty awesome fight scenes in this. yeah i'm not usually uh i don't particularly care about frank castle at all but i really enjoyed enjoyed this issue a yeah lot. He, he's always best when he's kind of just like there, like a force of nature yeah um, he's like used as a weapon almost and you right. don't even really want his side of thing you just want him to show up in the middle of a story yeah right. like you don't want to be like what's the punisher thinking yeah, while no. he's doing it? like no like, you should know <laughs> yeah <it's, laughs> he's right. pretty he's not a complex man <laughs> i think that's why a lot of people choose to frame their stories around like other characters and just kind of have yeah. the punisher j- jump in and out yeah but, so um, that worked really well but yeah it was great uh if you like that old garth ennis punisher stuff this is very similar um and yeah it's great uh it's punisher number one next up we have renato jones the one percent number one uh, by all of it, by Kara Andrews. Every single <laughs> part of this book, basically, he could do. Um, yeah, uh, if you know who Kara Andrews is, he's great. He's one of my favorite uh, artists. He did a uh, really good Spider-Man uh, in the future book years ago. I can't remember what was that book called. Um, yeah, it was kind of like the Spider-Man version of Dark Knight Returns. Everything sounds really better good. on tape. Yeah. Gosh, wasn't that with the... What? The guy you played with the, the boombox? Oh, yeah. Gosh, what was that comic called? Uh, I forget. Oh, Media Dying Fist. Anyway, this one uh, is about a kind of a vigilante, much like the Punisher, but he's uh, mostly killing um, like really corrupt rich people, like the richest, the 1%, basically. But yes. he is also of the 1%. Sort of. Uh, sort of. He's, yeah. he's, he's taken into it. But, yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, if, you know, Bruce Wayne had worked his way up and then started killing everyone in his new social class. <laughs> right. 
yeah, actually it is very Bruce Wayne-ish because his parents do get killed and then that kind of becomes part of the story. But then there's also like this really crazy stuff that happens every once in a while. Like there's a part where um, one of the 1% guys that he's trying to kill like um, takes this uh, these pills and turns into like this a massive Hulk. monster like yeah. a Hulk being. Um, it reminded which... me of the uh, the like the bad guys in the Tradmore Ghost Rider. Oh thing? right, yeah. Yeah, 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 where they get all like huge and muscly. Right, um, but yeah, I don't know. It was fun. It was interesting. It's kind of like very messed up, but um, constantly moving and really fun. Lots of weird stuff. Yeah. Lots of weird stuff. It um, takes a lot of turns. But I'm excited to see where it goes, and uh, I don't know. It's very fun. I feel like that kind of yeah. If you want like a Punisher book that's a little more. Um, Inventive, not inventive. Yeah, a little crazier yeah, than the Punisher just, comic. I think this is kind of like this is what you get when you get a character just like a sorry, an artist just doing what they want as opposed to like right kind of towing. So he does a lot of experimental stuff. Line. There's like yep. some pages that are just like what two like a splash page that's that's like continues on several pages. Yeah, um, yeah, some really interesting stories and cool. stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Crazy, crazy, violent Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was Renato Jones, one percent number one. Uh, next up, we have. Space Battle Lunchtime, number one, by Natalie Reese. Yeah, so this is basically if Master Chef was in space, um, intergalactic sort of thing. It's about a, a girl who's a, she works at like a little bakery, and this little like frog alien type thing walks in and is like, hey, do you think you're the best baker in the galaxy? And she's <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And she's like, okay, and like zaps her up to a spaceship. And she's <laughs> like, now you, ha- now you have to prove it. You have yeah, to battle, yeah, exactly. battle out with the uh, chefs from around the galaxy. Exactly. So it's it's really cute. It's really sweet. Um, all of the like alien characters who get introduced are really um, fun and adorable, and the designs are all very unique. So yeah, it's fun. I like uh, I like the um, the frog. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, she's like a producer, right? Or like an assistant? Right. I don't even know. Yeah, uh, but. I'm excited to see an actual battle because it ends like right before the battle is about to begin. And yeah. But there's like lots of like this issue, I think, is one of the best I've seen for setting stuff up. Right. Because literally there'll be a page where like she runs into a new character and you're like, what was that about? And they're like, then run into another character. It's like, oh, is this one of the chefs she has to battle? Like that. And yeah. But the story flows really, really well so that you're intrigued by all this. It doesn't derail. It just like sets up more stuff coming in the next issues. Um yeah, the yeah. F- fact that she is the only human there, you really get a sense of like she has absolutely no idea what is happening. Like <laughs> right. you're you're like given little bits and pieces of conversations, and you feel as at sea as she yeah. is, which is really good. Oh yeah, but really it ends well with like done. her her getting her secret ingredient that they have to use, and she has right. no idea what it is. Right, <laughs> Some exactly. Kind of alien Some thing. alien stuff, it's and also the alien cooking utensils are all weird. Yeah, and, uh, it's gonna be fun. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, it's very different from all the other stuff going up, coming out right now. There's not anything quite like it. But yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to read some more. Space Battle Lunchtime. Oh, Space Battle Lunchtime. Now, next up, we have Thunderbolts number one by Jim Zub and John Malin. Um, So this is yet another attempt to have a new Thunderbolts team. <laughs> Thunderbolts famously started like 20 years ago or something in the 90s, which was a concept that a group of supervillains tried to pass themselves off as superheroes to get away with doing more crimes. And then eventually some of them said, hey, we're actually good at being superheroes. Let's try to redeem ourselves. Um, so that's usually how it goes. It's, you know, ex-criminals or criminals who are trying to do something different. So the twist on this is that uh, Bucky Barnes, also known as the Winter Soldier, is forming a new team um, to basically 
do what he needs to do, fighting off crazy aliens or intergalactic threats, yeah, it's like or a, secret missions or whatever he needs to do. Spinning out of uh, that standoff event. Yeah, it directly yep. spins off of standoff. So the trick with that is at the end of standoff, uh, there's a character who is basically a cosmic cube as a humanoid person. And so now she's kind of hanging out with them. She's a little girl. She's a little As girl. A little yeah. And she's got the brain with, of a little girl. Yeah, but there's the a, powers to do whatever she wants. Yeah, basically. she can literally change, you know, the Everything. fabric of reality. Well, yeah, she's like, they're like, they get to their headquarters and it's just like a hangar or like an empty warehouse. And she's like, I'll fix everything. And then like, there's like trees and there's vending yeah, machines. Yeah, they wake up and, the next morning and it's totally beautiful. And one of them has a guitar. <laughs> uh, the only thing I will say that I didn't like too much about this maybe was the art. Concur. This it, is super nineties. Yeah, arts. sometimes it looked. Sometimes it looked good, like it was uh, to bring him up again, like Trad Mori a little bit. And sometimes it looked like Rob Liefeld. Well, <laughs> this guy uh, is basically Rob Liefeld's like project. So. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, there's a lot of Liefeldy art. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like the story enough, and it's it's fun enough, and like the twist at the end is really <laughs> the twist is crazy. crazy. Yeah. Uh, and the story was surprisingly good. Like it's uh, fun. They have some good stuff going on and the actual missions and stuff that are pretty intriguing. Right. Um, some good character bits. And as always with all Thunderbolts, you know, trying to figure out who's actually going to fight for control of the team and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So uh, if you don't think the art is too bad or you're kind of intrigued by the throwback style. Yeah, it's uh, a little 90s, but that's fun enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was Thunderbolts number one. Next up, we have Weavers number one by Simon Spurrier, Dylan Burnett, and Triona Farrell. So this is basically a mix of a crime drama where you have a young kid who is kind of getting initiated into a crime, you know, organized crime gang, uh, the Weavers, uh, except that the way the Weavers work is that they all have some sort of Lovecraftian tentacled spider powers uh, of supernatural whatever. Yeah, they're and, all possessed by like a spider, basically. And like each one lets them do different spider. things. Yeah. Uh, so partly it's this kid who, you know, is kind of, trying to get into the gang to like make something of himself which of course means that he has to now have this spider demon inside of him or what they're not real sure even what he can do with it and he's not real sure what he's getting into trying to do it as each one has a slightly different power um but yeah uh super bloody super dark like i said very lovecraftian uh but mixed with some pretty cool crime stuff uh so you get the kind of like follow him in as he's trying to figure out what to do and he quickly is running alongside with uh the daughter of the crime boss who has a not super useful crime power um but is still trying to do her own thing yeah um, he's also kind of like um almost like undercover agent in this in this infiltrating this group i think he did think so yeah that's what it seems like from like the, some of the stuff happening because they keep like it's being like you're not an agent right you're not an agent. that's true but yeah. i don't think he is he might be We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It was fun. Um, I liked the art a lot. Uh, I haven't actually seen Dylan Burnett draw too much, but yeah, it was pretty. Remind awesome. me a little bit of. Um, oh my gosh, what, names today! I can't remember. Remind uh, me of draws the Rumble. The guy who draws oh, Rumble. I don't know. Um, who's great? But anyway, uh, that was Weaver's number one. Yep, it was pretty good. Check it out. Uh, that was it. That's it for this week. All right, so uh, of all these, you got a favorite? I got a favorite? Oh, man. Space Battle Lunchtime. Space Battle Lunchtime is pretty great. Was my favorite. I want to say Renato Jones. I like that quite a bit. My kind of art. I think Um, Beast of Burden. um, Beast of Burden is always good. Yeah. Is great, but (laughs) I'm going to go with Space Battle Lunchtime, too. That was great. Yeah. Yep. I do not blame you. 
Uh, but yeah, that's all. That's everything for the episode. Huh? We're done. Yep. That's it. Wow, that's crazy. Thanks all for right. joining us, y'all. That was episode 172. Yep. Next up, 173. We'll be back very, very shortly. All right. <laughs> See you soon.